0: another week another upset special yeah that's right we did it again last week it's time to take your helmets off and stay a while because the pre-snap pick show starts right now five, ready, five, ready, hut, hut, hut. you're listening to the pre-snap podcast weekly wagering show brought to you by line star the top rated dfs tool set and number one companion for draft kings fan duel and yahoo daily fantasy Go Line Star Premium now at
1: linestarapp.com. Now here are your hosts, Joe Pizzapia and Mike Randall.
0: Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It's the Wagering Show with me and Mike Randall. We're picking the NFL games. We're giving you the spreads. We're giving you everything you need for your week 11 in the NFL. And Mike Randall, I'll tell you, man, we are now officially 20 picks into the upset special, and we are 13 of 20. That's pretty, pretty good last time I checked. Absolutely. We were on
1: fire. We both backed that Pittsburgh pick. Excellent job by you. I had a coin flip. I should have went with Atlanta, right? Flipped the coin. Yes, I did back Ryan Finley
0: at home. But regardless, we are on fire. Excellent pick by you. To you, too, the Steelers, you know, you were all on that with me. So that was like ours. You kind of picked the second one just because – But whenever Mike and I are both on something, I think we've learned the lesson here on the show that you should probably pay attention to it because it feels like when you and I are both in agreement on something like that, it's something to pay attention to. And of course, in classic NFL fashion, they lost on the road last night on Thursday night. So there you go.
1: <laughs> and no matter how much we disagree, Joe, I will not swing this microphone in your head. I promise. I. I well, maybe it'll knock some sense into me. It could only be
0: an improvement. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, but that was the past. That's in the past. We'll get to the upset special a little later on the show, of course. But we've got a whole lot of games to get to, and some tough ones as well. Especially one, two. We're still waiting on the over under because we don't know about the health of a quarterback. So let's dig in. Let's get going. And let's start with those Atlanta Falcons coming off that huge victory. Shocking. I think shocking is a fair word. Don't you think shocking in New Orleans? I'd say shocking.
1: Totally, totally yeah, shocking. Yeah. Drew Brees didn't lead the team to a touchdown. I mean, that's uh, shocking
0: in, of itself. Yet Michael Thomas is completely slump proof. He had 20 something points and his team had nine. I don't know how that happens, but my <laughs> God, I love Michael Thomas. I really like I might just take him one overall next year, even with the running backs and just be like, nope. I just want Michael Thomas. I just want those 20 points. I'll figure it out. But he was spectacular as always. But anyway, this is about the Falcons. Now they're going to go on the road. Carolina Panthers. They are four-point underdogs in this game. So let's set this up here. Uh, McCaffrey's been dealing with a little bit of a foot issue. So usually he has his maintenance on Wednesday. That's normal. But Thursday, it's kind of lingered. So now we're into Friday here when the show is. So keep a close eye on this one. Falcons defense didn't get good all of a sudden. I understand Dan Quinn gave up the play calling. I get that. I understand now Matt Ryan's back and healthy. No Devonta Freeman, which means Brian Hill in this game. The four seems like a lot. I kind of go on the side of the Falcons here because I do believe that the Carolina Panthers are the favorite should be the favorites. I think four is a pretty good number more than a field goal. I don't know how I feel about that one. I'm on the Falcon side of this one with the points. How about you, Mike? Look at us
1: rolling together as we Uh, kick off here. This is tremendous. Kyle Allen has finished as a QB 15 or worse in six straight starts. It's still Kyle Allen. The Falcons offense can score points. You can run all over the Carolina run defense. Brian Hill could do some nice things. They're still loaded. I think Atlanta, for some odd reason, kind of turned a corner. They've really underperformed here. Give me some regression at Carolina. I agree. I will take the Falcons. Yeah, it
0: feels like that. The number is 49.5. Consider it. Look, I know the Falcons got in there and they held them to nine last week. Again, I, I get how amazing that was. I understand they did some different things. I get it. But I also, you have to realize and go back and look at that game the amount of mistakes and penalties and nonsense. The, the New Orleans basically couldn't get out of their own way. Maybe they came out flat after the bye. I don't know. Maybe they didn't take them seriously enough. Whatever happened, happened. 49.5. I tend to feel like this is an over and I, I, this is another one where this actually, I feel comfortable with the four nine and a half on the over side of this one, considering the explosiveness. If McCaffrey plays, if McCaffrey is not a hundred percent or the injuries start to kind of, you know, continue to float in worthy, I should say over the next, you know, 24 hours, that would change my mind about this one. And I would go to the under and switch. How do you feel about this number?
1: Because I'm taking the underdog with the points. I tend to lean under, Also, Matt Ryan, Atlanta on the road, not in a dome, not exactly a 30 to 35 point team. I'm going to take the under for all the reasons you said. This is mainly a pick against Kyle Allen. The clock has struck 12. He's running out of the ball here like Cinderella. I just think he can make some mistakes. Atlanta can take advantage of it. So on the other side, you're going to attack Carolina on the ground. It just seems like everything sets up for a little bit of an under 24, 23, 24, 21. That's about right. And that's an under for me.
0: All right. Next we have on the docket, the Miami Dolphins at home. I love how these lines have changed over the, you know, back in week two, it was 22, 19, 20 and a half. Now it's six and a half. They're just six and a half underdogs here. So less than a touchdown underdogs at home against the bills. Do you like the Dolphins, Mike, as home dogs here in this one? Wasn't this game in Buffalo a
1: few weeks ago and the spread was like 15. It was a 15. It was Mike. Uh, I believe in, I I believe in the bills. They're coming off a loss here. I believe in Sean McDermott's defense. I'm going to give those points. They got to win by a touchdown. That's basically what you're telling me. And I think they will. Josh Allen got two touchdowns, runs them in no problem. Devin Singletary should have a decent game here. It's still the Dolphins, Joe. They still don't have anywhere near the talent on defense on either side of the ball. Could Fitz, Could Fitzmagic go nuts? Absolutely. But no Preston Williams now. He's down a few weapons. Kalen Ballage is in the backfield. I think the Bills will win by a touchdown or more in Miami. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree with you on this one. I think the Bills' ability to run the football, Josh Allen running balls in, and uh, I think getting Singletary back working again, Last week, they got away from the run a little bit. That was a bad decision. And I think getting back to Singletary running the football is what you want to do. Plus, Miami does turn the football over. So, you know, with the potential to score on defense for Buffalo or on special teams, I think that's where the touchdown comes from. So, I'm in lockstep with you here, too. So, we both like Buffalo here to uh, to cover the six and a half. Now, the number is 40 and a half. Uh, I'm not interested. <laughs> like, I, I just, I don't know. I think too many variables in this one for me. How about you, Mike?
1: No soup for you, no soup for me. There's better spots here. I'm
0: passing on this. All right. Dallas Cowboys at Detroit Lions. Now, again, Stafford's been practicing, but we're still waiting to hear as news filters in whether or not he's going to play. Now, if Stafford doesn't – I'll tell you what. Here's the question. Do you lock this in now in the six-and-a-half and and the off chance for the Cowboys if Stafford doesn't play and or plays and gets hurt? And you just – you know, the gambler mentality or the wager mentality is, you know what? Let me do this now. Let me lock in the six and a half before something changes and this line moves. I kind of say yes, because to me, even if Stafford plays, I know he's not 100%. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one, especially coming off that bad loss at home. Cowboys are this team every week. You're like, well, well, that sucked. And then they go, oh, my God, you look like the best team in football. And then the next week, oh, that sucked. That's who they are. And the Lions can't run the football. The Lions have been terrible on defense the last couple weeks as they've had injuries and issues. So for me, I would lock the six and a half in now if I was everyone. Yes, I agree
1: with that. I would lock the six and a half in now. Cowboys on a dome here in Detroit. Amari Cooper, how impressive was he, Joe, with those routes, those catches oh, on the side line. He is. Uh the, the offensive line is still strong. Detroit's sort of coming back to earth. I think if they were in it – you said this last week. I think if they were in it and they had a chance, they'd be playing a little differently. But they're kind of fading out of the way here. Listen, I think Driscoll can put up some points. He's got a lot of weapons. He's an athletic guy. I think if you're in two QB leagues for fantasy, I think he's viable. I think it's going to be high scoring. Tips my hand for the over-under. But, yeah, I will give the points, and I'll take Dallas. I'm with you.
0: Let me set the number
1: just theoretically at 45. Oh, I'm going to go over. I think Driscoll puts up points. I really do. I do, too. I they have to throw the ball because they right. can't run the ball. That's what they should have been doing all along, of course. He can run around a little bit. The Dallas defense a little sketchy on the road. Did not look uber impressive last week. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I'll, I'll take the
0: over, whatever it is, 45, 46, absolutely in that area. I don't love double-digit spreads, typically. But Minnesota is a tough place to play. Brandon Allen, not the greatest quarterback in the world. I think the the Broncos have their work cut out for him, this one to go into in Minnesota and not lose by ten and a half. <laughs> you know, the half point of obviously <clears throat> is where things get tricky. You know, that's that's where they get you. That's how Vegas gets you. Is that half point? And I understand the the trick of that, but at the same time, I think Dalvin Cook's just going to run amuck in this game. I expect Allen to make a mistake or two. I know he looked pretty good his first game out, but uh, this is a different team. Minnesota just went in there and, and shut down Ezekiel Elliott. They're certainly going to shut down. Lindsey and Freeman, so I wouldn't worry too much about this one. I actually don't mind the 10 and a half. I don't don't love, like, I'm not running out to bet this game like some others, but I do think it's comfortable. Do you think it's comfortable, or are you concerned about that half point?
1: No, I'm with you. Mike Zimmer at home as a favorite has been as good a lock as you're going to find. I think he's like 15 and 3, something like that. I know the line is high, but we are dealing with Brandon Allen, Minnesota defense at home. I'm with you. I'm running to bet it. I don't care about that point. I think it's a two touchdown win for Minnesota. Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, Diggs, is Thielen going to be back? I don't know, but it's a bet on the Vikings defense at home. and on the fact that Mike Zimmer
0: historically has been very profitable if you bet on him and give the points at home. All right, next, let's move on. Actually, no, I'm sorry, I didn't do the number here, 40 and a half. So do you like the under on this one, or do you like the over because you just feel like Minnesota is just going to stomp a mud hole? That is the latter. You said it perfectly. I know. I know stomp a mud hole. That there should be go. the title of the
1: podcast. There you go. Stomp, a mud, stomp, stomp a mud hole.
0: That's right. We're going to stomp a mud hole and walk it dry right here on the NFL Pick Show. Woo! <laughs> uh, Houston Texans and Baltimore Ravens. This is a game right here. I'm actually surprised. You know, I know this one's in Baltimore. And I know the Texans have been a little up and down this year in terms of what you, what you're going to get. But I was a little surprised at this number. I thought four and a half was a lot here. I actually like the Texans and the four and a half here in this one. I I do. It's and this and nobody, everybody knows I'm I'm Mr. Lamar Jackson here, and I think it's going to be a great game. But let's not forget that Deshaun Watson is going to show up and challenge here. He knows what's going on here. He knows Lamar's getting all the press clippings right now, and he deserves him. Deshaun Watson is going to step up and have himself a game in this one. And I know the Ravens' defense is pretty good, but they're not as good against the pass as they are against the run. So. I think the Texans here, to me, this is one of the easier ones on the slate here. Am I crazy? Am I oversimplifying this? Or is this this is basically like easy money, I feel like?
1: And the Ravens are banged up on defense against they the Red, are. Which, which has been no bueno. For example, remember the Browns game, 61% of the bets, 57% of the money's on the Ravens. The line open at Ravens minus five, it's now down to Ravens minus four. You know what that means, Joe. I am with you, and I love the Ravens. I'm going to take Houston. They're coming off a bye. They're going to run the ball. I think it's a big Carlos Hyde game. That could be Jumbo Shrimp. Is that an oxymoron? But it is. I think they're going to pound it. They have enough wide receivers against a strong Baltimore pass defense that they can match up a little bit. No J.J. Watt. I understand that. But the line's lower than you would think. I like the Texans in this spot. Lamar Jackson much better as an underdog than he is uh, as a favorite.
0: But yeah, I'm with you. Totally in agreement. Love the Texans here. Uh, yeah, jumbo shrimp, I feel weird about, like, I like the large and the extra large. <laughs> the jumbo is, I don't know, my only person was like, you know what, that's a little too much. Like, I might as well just have a lobster tail. I feel like, like, if I'm gonna, you know, the jumbo shrimp, I, eh, that's, it's too big. I like, like, just the regular, regular size shrimp, that big I'm happy color. with.
1: Big Carlos Hyde game. Our listeners are going to be saying jumbo shrimp when Carlos Hyde is 100 rushing yards.
0: (laughs) 51 and a half is the uh, number. I'll I'll take the over in this one, too.
1: (laughs) I'll take the over. Lamar's always good for 100 rushing yards, right? So I'll take the over. It's pretty
0: good right there. All right, (laughs) Jacksonville Jaguars, plus two and a half, traveling to the Colts. I feel like the wrong team is favored in this one. Am I crazy? I know Brissette's going to play in this one, but there's obvious questions about his health. Nick Foles is returning. Obvious questions about... How healthy is he, and are we just going to expect him to come in and be good? I understand it's a road game. I understand teams coming off a buy in London are over this year uh against the spread, but I don't know, man. I feel like the Colts with the kicking game. I think this puts this game in a lot of issues for them. I think the jags in the two and a half I just feel like the wrong team is favored in this game period, so I'm taking the Jaguars on this one. The
1: kicking game's a problem. I'm investing in Frank Reich. I initially was going to go Jacksonville. Then I thought it through. Frank Reich has lost two games in a row here. Now they come home. It's a get-right spot. Brissett should play. Offense should click. I think Mack will be able to get some some yards on the ground against Jacksonville. Secondary, they have, they're limited with their weapons with no T.Y. Hilton. But this is a Frank Reich bet for me. I think they get right, and I think they cover it. I don't know what we're going to get from Foles. Yeah, I
0: I don't feel great about this one. This isn't one of the top of my list, but I will take the Colts and I'll side with Reich at home. Yeah, I think this is where you make money in a game like this, and I think it's with the Jags. So we're going to differ on this one. Um, Spoiler alert, maybe we'll talk about this one later. I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. Uh, 43 and a half. I like the under in this one, to tell you the truth. I think this is, uh, you know, the Colts like to bring everybody down, play in the mud. Their kicking game is a problem, as we mentioned earlier and Jacksonville wants to run the football as they should with Leonard Fournette. So as far as I'm concerned with this one, that's also my concern is when you get to when you want to drag a team with you to play in the mud, don't drag a team that is used to playing that way. And the Jaguars play defense and run the football. So I feel like that's like the wrong style to match up with what the Colts like to do. Colts like to do that crap against other teams that like to throw the ball more and high flying and it kind of slows them down. Against the Jags, that's right in their wheelhouse. But still, I think the under for this one for me. How about you, Mike?
1: Anytime you're talking about an offensive cabinet of weapons that includes Nick Foles, Chester Rogers, and Zach Pascal, I will take the under. Yes, I agree. Excellent points.
0: All right. Next one. New Orleans Saints, the bounce back game. Could you imagine, by the way, what this spread would be if they whooped on the Falcons last week? I just I just want everybody to step back and think about that. Like it would be it would be what? Nine Uh,
1: massive, massive. Nine and a half,
0: ten, something like that, right? It's only four. So they're only four and a half point favorites on the road against the Bucs, where some – look, go back and look at the, the stats, folks. Drew Brees struggles on the road the last couple of years. I mean, last year, 217 passing yards per game on the road, eight touchdowns, nine picks. So tell me he doesn't struggle on the road. Tell me. I'm listening. Um, and I'm sure he's going to come back and bounce back because he needs to in this game, and it's important, and they'll beat the Bucs. But the question is, four and a half with a team that's irresponsible, with a team that can throw the football – with a team like the Bucs who doesn't care and will just keep on gunning and gunning and gunning. I'm worried about that cover at the back end. I'm a little concerned with this game. I'm staying away from it. But if I had to choose, I'd actually take the Bucks in the four and a half, to tell you the truth.
1: I'm gonna take the Bucs. I do expect the Saints to get right. I, you know we've got I went against them earlier in the year and they really ended up coming shining through and winning those games and and coming to a point where they were very profitable against the spread. Marshawn Lattimore may not be right in this game. The bucks are kind of hot. Now people don't realize this about the bucks. Let's just think this through a little bit. They should have beat the giants. If the kicker makes the field goal, right? Mm -hmm. They destroy the Rams. They played the saints very close. It was 31, 24 down in new Orleans. So they already played them when new Orleans was hot at home and played very well. If that whistle, that fumble recovery isn't blown dead, they may have beaten the Titans. So you're dealing with, and, and they went to overtime in Seattle. So the Bucks are really not that far off from having a pretty decent season. I think this is a good matchup. I think their wide receivers can do some things against the Saints. You know they're going to stop the run. That's what Tampa Bay does. And they're home here. I agree. I will take the points. I expect the Saints to get rolling. I just don't think the bounce back is that quick. I think the hangover here from the Falcons is exposed a little bit. And then I expect the Saints with some home games to get going here.
0: But I agree. I will take the Bucs. I will take the points here. Like it a lot. Yeah, it's the, you know, the the Bucs run defense is ranked one overall. I don't think they're the best run defense despite that ranking. A lot of it is because people just want to throw the football on them all day long. That's where it really stems from. They're definitely still top 10. And I think the the problem they're going to give the Saints is that slowing down Murray and Camaro, who's been less than thrilling lately, that's going to, I think, keep this game a little closer. I really do. Forty nine and a half is the number. Where are you at with that? I got to go over with that. I, you, you Listen, the Saints can pass. Traquan Smith is
1: back, by the way. He should be ready as another weapon. They need another one besides Michael Thomas, who could break Marvin Harrison's record for receptions this year. They need another receiver in the passing game. Jared Cook, if you please, that's fine. I think the Saints are going to score. I know the Bucks are going to score. The only thing I'm worried about is a Jameis Winston-4 turnover game, but if you don't get that, I think it goes over. All right, next one on the docket
0: here. <laughs> this is tricky. This, this one's really tricky, Mike. The Jets travel to Washington. The Redskins with Dwayne Haskins at home are two and a half point favorites. Mike, is the wrong team favorite here?
1: J E T S. (laughs) Yeah, I I this is all based on Adam Gaze's eyes, right? Okay, ever since that we've been off the Jets. The Jets had a nice the Jets had a nice win last week, played well. Darnold is not as bad I've been saying for the last few years. as people made him out to be and Haskins has been a train wreck I mean Haskins fine he's a rookie he comes in just turns the ball over this is a good Jets run defense Jamal Adams of course makes plays we know that yes I think the wrong team is favored. I like the Jets here I understand Washington getting things together coming off a bye McLaurin hasn't been as good with Haskins uh, guys is back I expect nothing from him yes I think the wrong team is favored. I like the Jets.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Wrong team favorite here, too. There's another upset special waiting to happen. We'll see which one makes it into the segment. 38 and a half is the number. Uh, this is tricky because if Haskins turns the ball over and Darnold turns the ball over and they just kind of go back and forth and, you know, in a pissing match between the two, this could be one of these games that actually goes under. <laughs> you know, they just keep changing possession a ton and that scares the hell out of me. So I think I'm leaning towards the under, but I think I stay away.
1: It's a lean under for me, but I'm staying away. I choose right. not to pick here, Joe. Choose not I to pick.
0: Choose, I choose. I reserve the right not to pick. That's what I do. All right, this next one. All right, so the 49ers just lost a tough game in overtime to division rival Seattle. Tough loss for them, a game they certainly could have won. Once again, turnovers came around and bit them. Now they're going to be at home for the Cardinals. It's a short week. But they're still at home, so I kind of throw that whole – whenever you have a short week and you're at home, it's going, okay, whatever. It's one less day. Problem is all the injuries. The problem is Cale's banged up. Sanders is banged up. Breed is out. They have a lot of depth. They're going to run the football. The question is not whether or not they're going to win this game. It's are they going to win by 10 and a half? And I don't know about this one. Mike. I, I know the Cardinals played them close last time in terms of at the end they, they covered. They kind of scored some points at the end, and they clearly covered last time. I feel like Arizona is going to cover again, even though San Fran's going to want to take a whooping on them and take out their frustrations on them. I wonder if finally losing kind of knocks them down a peg a little bit too. And because of the injuries, where you might think, oh, well, they're going to get right and blow this team out. Well, they're going to win. I don't know if they're going to win by blowing this other team out, not with this offense, not with the offense they have uh, that's remaining and healthy. That's my take on this one. So I'll take the Cardinals and the 10 and a half because that's a lot. If it were 10, I might go run away, but here's a spot where I like that half. That half, I love that half this week.
1: Love the hook. I agree with you. The Cardinals spread you out and run the ball, and the Niners aren't great against the run. No Quan Alexander anymore. Their pass defense has been superior. But look at the last two weeks Cardinals almost won there at San Francisco on the road. Then last week, they almost won against Tampa Bay at home, who we're just praising right now and saying has a good shot to beat New Orleans. Arizona's clicking at the right time. The Niners are limping across the finish line. I love their defense. I think they will get it right. But Emmanuel Sanders got hurt in the last game. Deville Samuel has been solid, but he's really their only receiving option. I'm not a swelly guy. Kittle needs to come back. He's uncertain. Tevin Coleman has been uninspiring. Jimmy G thrown off his back foot. I agree. It's too many points. Do I expect the Niners to win? Absolutely. But I think Kyler Murray and the Cardinal offense has been clicking the last two weeks. They've gone about 24 more points last two weeks. I think they keep it close and I don't think they get blown out. So I'll take the points.
0: All right. Next, we. Oh, sorry. One more here. The 40. 44 and a half is the number. Uh, I don't want it. I don't want it. No. I will
1: go over. I will go over. It went yeah. over in Arizona. I think Arizona defense, of course, has been brutal. So I think they'll put up some points here, but I think Arizona will be
0: able to score as well. Yes, that's like the over. All right. Now, Cincinnati is a bad football team. Bad football teams on the road, always tough. And the Oakland Raiders have played much better. We've been talking about the Oakland Raiders on a lot of my shows lately. A couple of weeks ago, I called them the best under 500 team in the NFL. And ever since then, look, they're not even uh, under 500 anymore. How about that? Exactly. <laughs> so, I- boy, boy, that turned quickly. How about them apples? And it's true. They're just a young football team they, uh, who's buying in to whatever John Gruden's selling. I'm not sure what he's selling. He's selling a lot of rage, I guess. And I don't know, but he's selling it. And they're buying. And uh, this is a good matchup for them. The question is, do you trust them? 11 and a half. That's a lot. That's a wackadoo number there. Uh, So do you trust that? Are you taking your shot here and say, yeah, this is a total blowout in this game? The the Raiders are going to win by two touchdowns because the Bengals just can't play defense and keep up, and Ryan Finley's a rookie quarterback, or is this a trap and the biggest trap of them all this week?
1: No, it's Finley. That's the issue. I'm still kicking myself about last week. If that's Andy Dalton, I think it's different. The Raiders run defense is solid. That should limit Joe Mixon. So Finley has to make some plays here. I don't believe AJ Green is going to play. I think he's probably out again. And they're on the road. The Raiders are hot. They are a half game. You nailed it out of first place in the AFC West. They're five and four. The Chiefs are six and four. They're right there. I like the under better here because I think game script, this is a big Josh Jacobs game. Carr hasn't made a lot of mistakes. He's he's done a solid job for them. I believe in the Raiders. I believe in them at home. The Bengals are terrible, and it's Finley. That's the issue. If Andy Dalton had played, he comes in as a veteran. A.J. Green's back. Yeah, they got some weapons they can cover. Last week they got destroyed at home coming off a bye against the Ravens. So why are they going to turn around, go to Oakland, and play well for a team like you said that's in the hunt? No, I will give the points here.
0: All right, uh, the number is 48-and-a-half, so where are you at with that?
1: Yeah, under, because of game script. I don't think the Bengals are going to score, and I think it's a huge Josh Jacobs game.
0: Okay, there you go. Uh, New England Patriots, off a bye and an L, traveling to the Eagles, who can't stop anybody in the secondary. Now, I understand the Eagles had a bye, too, but look, Bill Belichick's had a loss to marinate in and two weeks to prepare for the Eagles. The Eagles are the team, by the way, that they lost the Super Bowl to a couple of years ago. So let's not forget that. So if anybody thinks that all of a sudden this three and a half is, is a problem, I, you're drunk. You're drunk. The Patriots are going to go in there and, as we alluded to earlier, stop a mud hole in the Eagles. And it's not because I'm Mr. Patriot. It's because I've been watching the Patriots for 20 years and I know what they do. And when they have a loss the way they had against Baltimore, and it's a big loss and a big game, they get angry. They get mad. And then they go and they take it out on the next team. And they're going to take it out on the next team. Unfortunately, Eagles fans, I'm sorry. This week, they're going to take it out on you. Three and a half Patriots are favored. I like the favorites in this one. Mike Randall, can you convince me otherwise? Absolutely not. Don't
1: overthink it. Belichick coming off a buy, Belichick coming off a loss. Look at the numbers, folks. It's staggering. Something like 21-3 and three, the last 24 games. Don't overthink it. Belichick off a buy, Belichick off a loss. Absolutely giving the points here.
0: Okay, Chicago Bears at Rams. Uh, Rams are, you know, again, last week they were there. Told you Pittsburgh was going to win outright. They did. And I got to tell you, the Bears here, six and a half. Now, I don't love Trubisky, but if they're going to run the football more than they throw the football, the Bears are going to win this football game. Question is, will Matt Nagy actually do that? I don't know. This is a stay away game for me because these are two teams that would light you on fire. You might as well just take your money and light it on fire because anybody who tells you they know how this game is going to go is wrong. You're going to take a shot. That's fair. That's fine. I'm out. I'm out. I want nothing to do with this. And the fact that it's in prime time makes me like it even less because I always feel like wacky things that people show up in prime time. You're not expecting. So if you had to ask me which way I would go, I would. Probably take the Bears just because I don't believe the Rams are just that good. I don't feel like the Rams can put anybody away because Todd Gurley ain't Todd Gurley anymore. So you know when Todd Gurley was Todd Gurley, they could put teams away. Now I just don't think they can because if you can't run the football, you can't keep the other team from having the football. Bears stink offensively, but ugh, I don't know, Mike. I'll take the Bears in the six and a half. Where are you at? Because I am, I am out on this game.
1: In games like this, I tend to side with the most reliable unit, which I think is the Bears' defense. I wish I knew if David Montgomery's playing. He hasn't practiced two days in a row. We'll find out today. They need to have a running game here, and I think they can get it going. I believe in the Bears' defense. They're going to put pressure. If you put pressure on Jared Goff, it's a disaster. Still no Brandon Cooks. Gurley's starting to get worn down. It's too many points. I will take the Bears gladly because I believe their defense is the best unit in this game.
0: All right, next and final, we have the Monday Night Football game, the Chargers at home, plus four, uh, the Chiefs coming in on the road here. So the Chiefs are four-point favorites on the road. Chiefs defense is wacky. At the end of this day, I feel like, who do I trust? And I trust Patrick Mahomes. And out of all these people, and of all these things, there's so many things right now about both these teams I don't trust. So I'm trying to find the one thing I do trust, and I trust Patrick Mahomes, and I trust him in prime time. that's a guy that shows up in big games and big moments. And I'm a big Patrick Mahomes, Mark. That's fine. I've I've made no bones about this. If people think I love Tom Brady, it's Patrick Mahomes is getting closer and closer every day because it's just so damn fun to watch him play the game. The Chargers pass rush is for real. The Chargers play calling has changed. They are going to try to run the football more and keep it away from Mahomes. The good news for Mahomes is he doesn't need to touch the football a lot to score a lot of points. Neither does Tyreek Hill. And I don't think they have an answer for Tyreek Hill. And I think that's the problem in this game. So I like the favorites. I like the Chiefs in this one. And uh, I don't think you can make any money on it, but I think it's the Chiefs.
1: This is such a Chargers spot. If they were at full health and playing <laughs> right. well, it's so right? Chargers. It's, it's so, so Chargers. It so, right I here. am the
0: Chargers whisper. Let's not forget. I am nine and one. Is, is it correct. nine and one or eight and one? Because they had. Did they have a buy yet? I don't even remember.
1: They did not. They're having. Uh, they're okay. having it next week. Yeah. So I'm
0: nine yep. and one picking the Charger games this year. So just for clarification, so I'm going. I'm going cheap. So I'm now. Now that being said, go ahead, Mike.
1: With all due respect to the Mike Williams three touchdown game in Kansas city at the end of last year, he has not been producing rivers looked horrific last week. That's the thing that bothered me the most. If rivers looked better, yes, I can see Bosa and Ingram getting pressure, but this game is at Mexico city. It's in Mexico city. The chiefs are coming off a loss. They're going to need to put points up here. I think they will. I agree with you. No one has stopped Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs' pass defense is sneaky good. They really locked down A.J. Brown last week. Now, listen, I know it's not the second coming of Jerry Rice, but in a spot there, if you look at defensive efficiency, the Chiefs' pass defense has been very, very good. I am with you. I think it's a big spot for the Chiefs. I don't think everything lines up, and Rivers looked horrific last week, and that can't happen.
0: No, uh, I agree. The number is 52 and a half. I'll take the over <laughs> Mexico, <laughs> Mexico city over. Absolutely. Idios uh, yeah, yeah. mio. Give me the over. That's another thing too. you know, the Mexico city thing to do. That's another thing to keep in mind in that game. Uh, so, uh, so that's that. Those are all the games here. So that means it's time for the upset special. So upset special this week, Mike Randall, I went first last week. I will give you the floor. I've got a couple to choose from here. So what's your number one lock and load upset of the week?
1: This is such a tough week because there are so many good ones. I feel like some weeks were really struggling. And last week, like I said, I wasn't sure if somebody was going to win. Atlanta did win and they won outright, but it really came down to a cover. I like the Texans going to Baltimore and upsetting the Ravens. Call this a. Similar game to the Saints last week. We all assumed the Saints were going to roll, and they didn't. The Ravens have been hot. They have been playing very well. But the Texans have a running quarterback also. Texans got prepared here to try to limit Lamar Jackson to Sean Watson runs around. So I believe in Houston. I think they're going to go into Baltimore and upset. The line is low. I will take the points. I like them to cover. So while there's a lot of good games out there, I'm going to go with the team that I think is the best team to win outright, and that's the Texans, to go into
0: Baltimore and upset the Ravens. All right. Uh, that's a good one. And, by the way, that would not shock me either. I'll tell you what. They, won't that change the conversation about MVP? I think it will. I'm right, going right. to go with a team that is, you know, right now, got their quarterback that they thought was the quarterback coming back. It's Nick Foles. It's off the bye. I understand the teams from London and on the bye haven't had a good time covering blah, blah, blah. Whatever, throw that out the window. It's the NFL, that doesn't matter. All that matters is Jacoby Brissett's not 100%. He's trying to play through because everybody knows this is basically their season now. They can't kick the football worth a you know what. Uh, Colts are in big trouble here, I think. In this one, I think the Jaguars not only cover but win outright. So give me the Jags and give Mike the Texans. Those are the upset specials of the week. So go put some money there and go make some money. And in the meantime, make sure you uh, like and subscribe to the show right here, the pre snap. We got two DFS shows with me and Chris Meany every single week here. And, of course, the Friday Wagering Show with myself and Mike Randall where we pick all the games and go through stuff. And, of course, make sure you're downloading that LineStar app, upgrading to the premium product, and using it in all your DFS needs because we got NBA rolling right now, NFL's there, MLB is just around the corner, believe it or not. It's only going to be a couple months. We'll be right back in Major League Baseball, too. And the pre-snap show becomes, obviously, then – uh, the on deck show with myself and Chris Meany when we switch over to baseball. So, in the meantime, subscribe, give us a five star review because we're fun. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at Randall Rant, at Joe Pizzapia 17, at LineStar app, and of course at LineStar NFL. That'll do it for the pre snap. It's time to break the huddle. There's nothing left to do now except sit down. Win. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from Wagering Experts Joe Pizapia and Mike Randall.